0: Here's something interesting. More officers died last year by suicide than in the line of duty, a trend that has continued in 2019. Police work has always been stressful. So what is pushing so many in law enforcement over the edge? Hi there, I'm Chris Oaks. This is the Here's Something Interesting podcast, where we talk to interesting people with interesting things to say about interesting subjects. And let's get right to it because this is a statistic that immediately grabs your attention. Last year, more police officers died by suicide than in the line of duty. And unfortunately, that is a trend that has continued into 2019. It wasn't all that long ago, just I think two or three weeks ago, there were stories in the news of two more officers, NYPD officers, who took their own lives. Just underscores this growing epidemic. Lance LaRusso has a unique perspective on this issue, having seen it from all sides. He is a former law enforcement officer with a health care background. He is also a practicing attorney and author of several books spanning these topics, including When Cops Kill, Peacemaking, and Blue News, and is with us on the line. This has always been a stressful profession. Lance, you know that, and we were just mentioning, what has changed, though, that we have seen such an increase in the number of officer suicides of late?
1: It really hasn't changed. The number of officers uh, who take their own lives, sadly, has exceeded the number of officers who were murdered in the line of duty for several years. What we are seeing is a trend of officers feeling completely unsupported Uh, by the barrage of negative attention, even when they're doing their jobs completely properly, by people either second-guessing what they're doing Mm -hmm. or calling for reforms because the use of force does not look good on video. Lawful force will never look good on video. And now they're very much under the microscope. Uh, The body cameras, the uh, proliferation of phones and surveillance cameras, allows people who really have no um, understanding of the use of force or the proper laws for the use of force to second-guess and criticize these officers.
0: That is kind of ironic, too, isn't it? Because, I mean, the idea of uh, police officers' body cameras was originally to uh, tamp down uh, much of that criticism by providing uh, documentation of uh, confrontations and interactions with police uh, to sort of uh, allow the public to see what the officers saw, and yet it, it really hasn't done that.
1: Well, it's interesting because when I was when the proliferation of body cameras started, I was asked if I thought uh, officers had a problem with it. And I said, no, they don't have any problem with anybody watching what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then I was asked, what effect do you think it will have? And I said, it's going to be a problem because the average person does not understand uh, the um, degree of violence displayed towards law enforcement officers on a daily basis and then when the officer is forced to use some sort of force to either make an arrest or defend themselves or defend a third person mm-hmm. if you don't understand what that's going to look like on video first it's going to be very different from the perspective that people have which is television and movies and i know it's going to shock everybody but television and movies are not real <laughs> right. And second thing second thing is uh... you know the the reality of these interactions is they're extremely fast they are extremely um, escalating, um, mm. and you know just the concept that people apply to that—the concept of de-escalation. If you look at the videos in the proper way, you'll understand that de-escalation requires the cooperation of two people. The officer can escalate, de-escalate all they want, but if the suspect, the person they're dealing with, does not de-escalate, there will be no de-escalation.
0: Right. Uh, and you can ask uh, professional athletes, uh, the uh, syndrome of Monday morning quarterbacking, uh, when you get the opportunity to take a, a video and, and slow it down and piece it apart and, and look at it umpteen million times and, and make decisions. It's much different when things happen in the moment. All of that being said, uh, you certainly make valid points, but it is a bit of a double-edged sword because just like in any profession, there are bad apples, bad actors, uh, bad cops, bad lawyers, bad teachers, bad, you know, take your pick. Uh, so it, the idea that uh, officers uh, should never be ab- uh, above reproach uh, is not necessarily one of where we want to go either, is it?
1: Oh, no, and I don't support that either. But you know, as I remind people, I have um, never seen a journalist or an activist arrest a bad police officer. It's always done by another police officer. Mm-hmm. And the officers that you know you can interview, you can stop a hundred officers on the street and ask what lengths they would go to to arrest a cop who's breaking the law. They will do anything they can to arrest a cop who's breaking the law because they're violating their oath and they're cheapening the oath that all of us took so that's the bottom line with it and and when you look at you know the effects of stress i had one officer who was involved in a shooting he was clear to the shooting it took a while because we had toxicology reports that take six to eight weeks to come back and and other facts that took a while to be investigated but the media onslaught not just the professional media sources but in the book when cops kill i talk about the informal media which is blogs and social media Mm -hmm. it was so oppressive and threatening that he and his family left the state. They said, I'm done. And basically with with him, about $500,000 worth of training left the state.
0: Is that the other, uh, change, uh, that, that has happened in recent years? I mean, you mentioned, uh, body cameras and the fact that everybody has a camera and is, uh, filming everything. It seems like everything we do is on camera and cops are certainly no exception, uh, to, to that rule. But also we have this, uh, as you, uh, refer to it, informal media, the social media, the voice of the people is now, uh, amplified so much that, uh, they they are, are seeing this uh, criticism coming from all sides. It's one one thing if a reporter, um, you know, makes an allegation or does a story. It's something else entirely uh, when average people are out there spouting off on social media and such.
1: Well, a- exactly. And you know, in the book Blue News, I talk about professional media sources and um, the intersection of professional media and law enforcement. And I've really discussed with them the ethics rules that media professionals have. and the lengths that they go to to verify stories, and sometimes the disconnect that gets people upset at them, really has to do with their their business, their deadlines. And, and in my experience, most of the professional, the overwhelming number of professional journalists, do their best to get it right. They're just under extreme time pressure. Mm-hmm. But when we look at the uh, the concept of the constant scrutiny, you know, one of the problems that we have is that officers are constantly barraged with things that the average person in society does not want to see. And I'll give you a small example. I responded um, with a bunch of firefighters to an explosion in a house involving a water heater. And when I got there, I knew there was going to be a woman and her child who were there probably with uh, with severe burns. And I had put my mind to understand that was going to be seen, but that doesn't change the fact that it affects officers and firefighters. So. Yeah. One of the problems that we have nationally is that stress-related illnesses are not covered by workers' compensation. So when you have somebody who's really suffering from something, and a difference between PTS, which is post-traumatic stress, it's a normal body response Mm -hmm. to something that's horrific, as opposed to PTSD, which becomes a disorder and disables the person from being able to function normally... There's very little treatment out there for officers. And then we have people from the outside saying, well, this officer sought help with a mental health professional. You know, how can you have them carrying a gun running around the streets?"
0: Yeah yeah uh that actually leads to the other part of the conversation and that is what can be done to prevent this uh, trend that we have seen certainly over the past uh, several years and the resources that are available. you talk about uh, the the fact that uh, stress related, uh, mental issues are, are not covered by workers' compensation. Uh, what about, uh, you know, I- insurance plans, uh, resources from the departments that officers work for, from the cities uh, that they work for? I mean, where uh, are the resources lacking and where do the resources need to come from?
1: Sure. Um, some of the uh, states, a couple of states, Louisiana in particular, just passed a law to acknowledge Post traumatic stress um, as a, uh, a, a compensable injury under workers' comp. So, le- uh, legislatures can definitely help. Um, the other thing that can definitely help are benefactor groups. The Fraternal Order of Police has a uh, peer counseling program to allow officers to uh, speak to people who actually experience these things, much like a soldier speaking to another soldier who's experienced uh, combat. And another thing that cannot be overstated enough is just being more vocal in your support of law enforcement. The public overwhelmingly supports law enforcement, but the people who seem to be the most ignorant seem to speak the loudest. Yeah. And just going up and thanking an officer um, and, you know, just saying something to, to them and, and brightening their day, you know, the, the amount of stress that I can't even imagine as much as, uh, as I policed, when you have those officers out in Sacramento where they're trying to get officer tarot sullivan out from under the line of fire of a madman and people in the crowd are taunting the officers um, about the fact that she's down and you know she got what was coming to her if you haven't seen this or heard about this it is absolutely horrific yeah and unfortunately some of these activist groups are fueling this type of rhetoric against police and that is definitely not helping it's also keeping people out of the profession
0: Yeah. Uh, and it should be pointed out as uh, kind of the uh, final talking point, and, and one thing to to keep in mind and put in people's brains. Although the stories that we most often hear about are from larger cities, the the two suicides we mentioned uh, this month in New York. You mentioned the uh, incident in Sacramento. Uh, it, it can be argued that the stress level in larger cities is probably the greatest. But just like terror attacks or school shootings, this can happen anywhere.
1: It can, and in a lot of ways, the smaller communities, the officers are more vulnerable because when they see a horrific car wreck, Mm -hmm. when they see a child abused, That may be somebody that they know from church or from Little League or from a PTA meeting. And, you know, that's one of the reasons um, all the profits from those three books you mentioned, Blue News, uh, When Cops Kill, and Peacemaking, go to support law enforcement charities. We're at about $25,000 so far. And the books can be uh, found at Amazon.com or BlueLineLawyer.com.
0: And we uh, have that link up for uh, more information about those books on our webpage at GoodMornings.net. Certainly worth checking out. Lance Laroso, again, uh, former uh, law enforcement officer, practicing attorney, and author of those books and others. Lance, thanks very much for taking the time this morning. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And if you found this topic interesting, we can discuss it more on the Here's Something Interesting Facebook page at Something Interesting Podcast. Hope to meet up with you there. I'm Chris Oaks, and if you enjoy the Here's Something Interesting Podcast, be sure to subscribe, like our Facebook page, share it with your friends that might find this stuff interesting as well. Thanks for listening.